Hello and welcome to the Victory Bell, the podcast. I am your host, Paul Oren, the founder and editor of thevictorybell.com, a website and newsletter dedicated to Valparaiso University Athletics. Sign up today, five bucks a month, $49.99 for the entire year, gets you all of the content emailed directly to your inbox. Also, you can go to thevictorybell.com and see the full archives that we have there of all the stories that have been written since February of 2022 when this site launched. Big day for the site here, big day for Valpo Athletics. Again, you can go back, you can see some stories that have been written in the past couple of weeks, stories that would suggest who the list should be for Valpo Athletics of men's basketball looking for a new coach. Uh, Stories that would suggest what direction they should go. Uh, Each of those stories, you would have seen one name in there. Uh, Actually, a couple names in there, but you would have seen the name of Roger Powell in there. And then today's story, the one that dropped, which would tell you that Roger Powell has been hired. It's been announced. He is the 23rd head coach in program history. Good afternoon, everybody. It's about 4.30 on Good Friday, and that's the news of the day. Roger Powell is coming back to Valpo. He spent five years as an assistant under Bryce Drew. Then he went to Vanderbilt, spent three more years there. Then he was at Gonzaga for four years. He's played in the national title game before. He's coached in the national title game before, and now he's coming back to Valpo to lead Valpo exciting, exciting times. We're going to get into it in a little bit here. We're going to break down what it means. But before we do that, just for my own vanity, we're going to take a quick moment here and I'm going to play you something that I recorded a couple of days ago. I'm just going to get this off my chest right now and we'll be back in a second. All right, it is 3.40 in the morning on Thursday morning and I've just finished writing about a 1,200-word story about Roger Powell being named Valpo's new basketball coach, and I think I'm actually correct. I think he will be Valpo's new basketball coach, although I still am not certain. So I wrote the story. I did the research. I tracked down a couple quotes, both one from Alec Peters. We talked um, late. Wednesday night, early Thursday morning, he was he's in Serbia getting ready to play a game. I don't even know what time it was there when we talked. I also had a good quote that I got from Mark Few at the NCAA tournament a couple weeks ago in Denver. I, I didn't realize how uh, impactful that quote would be or how much I would need that quote when I kind of asked Mark Few a question at the press conference about Roger Powell, not thinking I'd be writing a story about Roger being Valpo's new head coach. And again, it's it's interesting. I'm I'm recording this right now because I'll throw this in a podcast. Uh, you know, it's talk about like show me the receipts. I'm certain that Goodman or Norlander or Thamel or somebody is going to get this before I will, um, because quite frankly, they're plugged into agents, and that's just how this goes, right? Like this story will get leaked out to the biggest microphone. And someone who hasn't done an ounce of reporting on this for the last two weeks is going to break this story, and then they're going to move on with their lives, right? I've always said this, news is what's new, and journalism is what comes next, or before. And so at the Victory Bell here, I've tried to crank out a lot of journalism. I was on Roger Powell early. I put him in as my, you know, five names at the beginning potential list to look at. There were some other names on there, Jake Diebler, Greg Tonigal, two guys that I thought had a a really, really good chance to get this job. I think Greg got an interview and kind of bowed out early. Um, You know, whether that was Valpo uh, moving on without advancing Greg, which is, I think, what happened. Um, 
and and then Greg ultimately staying at Indiana Wesleyan, where he's got a great situation there. And then Jake Diebler, I think, was in it until the end, and um, you know, I think he was interested, and uh, and I, you know, I, I think Roger Powell's interested. I think it's the alma mater for Jake, and I think it's a school. It's a school that Roger has some connection with, and ultimately Roger Powell is Valpo's new head coach. Um, I say that right now at 3.42 in the morning, and there's every bit of chance that it's not true, and you'll never hear this. Uh, maybe Laval Jordan is the head coach. Um, that is a name that I've also heard connected to this. DeAndre Haynes was a name that I'd heard connected as well, but I think he bowed out or not bowed out, but but didn't advance. Uh, I think he interviewed in Houston, uh, the Marquette assistant, who's been at Michigan, been at Maryland, very highly thought of by some people that know him. Um, but it really looks like Valpo centered in on Roger Powell. I think it's a great story. I think there's an excellent narrative. We'll have a lot more on this in the days to come, uh, both hearing from Roger whenever that might be. Again, it's it, it may be later on on Thursday. It may be next week. But uh, I just wanted to record this really for my own sake. I'll throw this on the podcast. And um, yeah, I've, I've, I've got this. I, 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 well, let me rephrase that. I know that he's going to be the new head coach. I just don't have it, right? Like I don't have it confirmed. So uh, we'll see. Um, all right. I'm going to get some sleep for a couple hours because I think in about three and a half hours, we'll, we'll have some news. <laughs> We're back here. It's Good Friday again. Clearly, we did not get that announcement a couple hours later. And, uh, you know, for whatever reason, we didn't. I'm not sure why. But, you know, Valpo had a situation on campus late Wednesday night that might have changed the thinking of when they were going to announce this. Maybe it was a paperwork hang up or whatever the deal was. Maybe there was a final interview that had to occur on, on Friday morning to, to lock everything in. or You know, I don't know. I don't know what it is. So uh, I will say that, uh, and this, this podcast here is really the story behind the story. Uh, and, and we'll have more stories coming forward, right? More of a look at what Roger Powell's coming back to Valpo, what that means, what hurdles he faces, all of those things. That's all coming. But today is an opportunity for me to clear the air a little bit on some of the reporting aspects of this. Uh, it's important to me to do this. Maybe it's not important to you all. Maybe it's like, Paul, shut up and tell us about how Valpo is going to be great again. We'll get to that. But right now is an opportunity for me to talk some things out. Today was a hard day for me, journalistically, reporting wise. I lost on a buzzer beater today. And you can do everything right in a game and lose on a buzzer beater. And you, you just have to sit there and take it. I lost to Pete Thamel on a buzzer beater today and to Jeff Goodman and all the other national reporters. And I knew this was going to happen. I said it was going to happen. I put it on Twitter yesterday that some guy who's never cared about this search, doesn't even know where Valpo is on a map, is going to get this because they're plugged in to agents. And that's just, that's the name of the game. So uh, am I pissed about it? Absolutely. Furious. I've never been more professionally angry than I was earlier today. Thrilled that Roger Powell got the job. That's great. But I knew he was getting the job for 48 hours, but I couldn't confirm it. And the number one job that we have as journalists is to seek truth and report it. I was seeking the truth and I wanted to report it. I, but but the, the two people that mattered the most in all of this were Roger Powell and Charles Small. Neither one of them were going to confirm it to me ahead of time because they're just not going to. 
That's not how this works. It was going to be somebody else, right? Okay, who else is going to do it? Everybody that's in the circle, that's on the inside, I'd had conversations with about this, and we were all just waiting. Is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? Roger has turned down other jobs in the past. He's been courted for other jobs in the past that he that, that it just hasn't come to fruition. And I didn't want to get in a situation. I knew he was the choice. I knew he was the guy. I just didn't want to get in a situation where I put it out there that it was going to happen. And then 11th hour cold feet were going to occur, either on Valpo's side or Roger's side. Not that I thought that it was going to happen, but I, it wasn't, I wasn't locked in 100%. And you cannot do this unless you're locked in 100% and expect to have the credibility and all of that stuff going forward. So Pete Thamel, Jeff Goodman, Matt Norlander, hat tip to all those guys. You know, you're going to get it. And if you are wrong, then you know, whatever, you just move on to the next one, right? Like, like moments after Pete Thamel, who again, I know Pete, he's a good dude. Moments after he tweeted this out, he had Rob Jeter to Southern Utah. That's great, you know? Uh, but has he done any reporting on Valpo? Has he done any reporting on Southern Utah? Or does they just sit back and they get their stuff? This is not me being bitter, and this is me being absolutely bitter. You take it for whatever it is. Um, let's go back to the beginning. I was shocked to a degree when Matt Lotta got let go on March 23rd. I wasn't shocked that Matt Lotta got let go. I was shocked that he got let go on March 23rd. I thought if they were going to do it, they were going to do it the day after the season ended. You want to make a change? Make the change. They didn't make the change. Okay. Then they waited and they waited. Why did they wait? Did they wait because of a buyout situation? Now, Again, it's been reported by one of these national guys that the buyout dropped. I've also been told that that's not the case, but no one will confirm what happened. And that's why I'm not reporting on any of that stuff, right? Like you just, you don't know. Like if you can't get it, you don't get it. I don't know why the decision was made at the time to move on from Matt Loddick. Let me also tell you this. And, and I don't know that this matters to anybody, but it certainly matters to me. There hasn't been a guy classier to me in the last three weeks than Matt Loddick. Not a guy classier to me. And there has been a lot of people that have been classy to me in the last three weeks, right? Like I've talked to them all. I've talked to everybody except for Roger and Charles. Well, I've even talked to Roger during at certain points of this. There has not been a guy classier in this entire situation than Matt Loddick, right? And so, you know, he is taking the vitriol left and right from the Valpo fan base, and maybe some of it was justified, and maybe some of it wasn't. But at the end of the day, this is about relationships, and I'll have a great relationship with that dude going forward. I don't care where he goes, right? Like, he's been great in this whole process, right? We've talked a couple of times, and I gave him his space, right? He got let go on the 23rd. I sent him a text message on that, and I didn't hear from him right away, uh, and, and that's fine. He, he had stuff to do. He called me several days later, and I was at a Valpo baseball game. I think he called me five days later. I was at a Valpo baseball game, and all he wanted to do was find out what how Valpo baseball was doing. All he, and, and, and it was a tight game. I think it was the bottom of the ninth inning or whatever, and it was just like he was super excited that Valpo was at a chance to win their, their home opener. I was like, that's awesome. You know, so, so you can be excited about the new guy and also understand that, you know, this is hard for the people that were connected uh, to, to say goodbye to other people. Now, that being said, Matt's gone. 
And it became clear early on that that Valpo had a list. Now they did a search firm and whether or not that was good money to be spent is it's for somebody else to decide because my list had Roger on it from the start. Now does the search firm do all the stuff they need to do, the due diligence, the background, going through every tweet ever sent, going through every every coaching stop ever made, making sure that the resume is correct versus, you know, people who get elected to public office who are lying about their resume. I don't know. You know, like the search firm does all that stuff. And so that's good. So uh, maybe there's value to it. But I could have told you early on that Jake Diebler and Roger Powell are the two guys that you should look at. Jake and Roger, I think both were interested. Jake is staying at Ohio State. Jake has got Jake just got Jamison Battle from Minnesota the other day. He's he's got a great thing going at Ohio State, and uh, they've got they've got a great situation. They had a rough year this past year. He's got an opportunity to stay at his home state university and keep things rolling there and get that program back to where it needs to be. And Roger Powell, had he wanted to stay at Gonzaga, would have a great situation at Gonzaga as well because they're the mid-major darling, right? They're not even a mid-major anymore. And so that would have been a great situation for him. I don't think either one of them, they want it, they don't want it, they want to stay where they're at, would have been, you look at it either way. But Roger's jumping in the deep end with Valpo. He's excited to come back, I'd imagine. Again, I talked to him through the process a little bit. Um, You know, we had a very early conversation where... He reached out to me, and and again, it was a good conversation. I'm not going to disclose any of what that conversation was because it wasn't on the record. But I'll tell you, when I got off the phone, I was I was like, this dude, this dude's ready. You know, people have said to me for the last two weeks, why would Roger Powell want this job? He turned it down seven years ago. Well, first of all, uh, again, I don't know that it was ever confirmed. It was understood that Roger was maybe offered the job. He was he was a top assistant coach at Valpo at the time, right? And he probably, you know, Valpo wanted to promote from within. And so there were conversations that were had with people. I'd imagine that Roger and Matt and Luke all had conversations with Mark LaBarbera during that time. Roger left. He went to Vanderbilt. And then, but people are like, well, why would he want the job? He turned it down before. He turned it down seven years ago, if, if in fact he turned it down. Is there anything in life that you do differently today than you did seven years ago? Of course he wants the job now. It's been seven years. This idea that like, oh, he he said no before. You know what? Seven years ago, I don't think I liked Caesar salad. I love it now. I certainly didn't like salmon seven years ago. I hated it. I love salmon now. I eat it all the time. So like, of course, things that happened seven years ago are different today. You know, I didn't run on an elliptical. Well, I don't do that now either. All right, fine. Whatever. You got me. So things change. People evolve. And he did seven years. He did three years at Vanderbilt. He did four years at Gonzaga. He wants to be a head coach. He's ready. You know, and and, and so I looked at that. You know, I also thought Greg Tonago would be a possibility. Uh, I alluded to it in the piece from 340 in the morning. I think Greg had an early conversation and then it didn't it didn't materialize from there. And honestly, you can talk about Jake, you can talk about Roger, you can talk about guys like that bummed me out about Greg. I I, I always am going to wonder what if, because it's it's clear to me the ship has sailed at this point on Greg Tonegal as a head coach at Valpo. I will always wonder what if with that guy, you know, could he come here? He's 43 years old now. He just turned 43. Homer Drew was 43 when he took over the program, you know, coming from a small 
program at, at Bethel and then IU South Bend for a year and then coming. But could Greg have come here and been Homer Drew 2.0? Could that have happened? We'll never know. We'll, we'll, we'll never know. And obviously it's not, you know, 30, you know, 38 years ago or whatever, however long ago that was, 1988. I can't do math. 35 years ago. It's not 35 years ago anymore, but you know, times change. So, you know, I, I kind of honed in on the fact that, that I thought Roger was going to be the guy. It looked like it was going to happen. And then just the way that reporting works, all of a sudden now it was harder to get a hold of him. And, uh, and, and, and that's when you know that things are serious. I wrote about this in a, in a, in a piece on the victory bell. Um, and then ultimately I, I'd kind of gotten word that it was happening, but again, it comes back to the idea that, that, you know, it, it, I, I didn't have it confirmed. What I will tell you is again, there, there were a lot of names that were thrown out there that people were trying to tell me were viable candidates for the job. And they were wondering why, like they weren't on a list or anything like that. Uh, guys that, you know, Ed Schilling is a name that, you know, the Valpo message board ran with him for like five threads of, of comments. And Chris Lowry was another one. They, the names never came up in my reporting, right? They just never came up and maybe they were in it. And I just don't know. I'm fairly certain the list that I had that I put out, uh, not only the list immediately that I had of the five names, but then I honed in on, on the people that I think had conversations in Houston and I'm fairly certain I was right on all of that. Um, you know, you, you don't know. I'll stand by my reporting. And from the jump, we had Roger on the list. Roger is the guy. There you go. Uh, very, very frustrating. I wasn't the one to break the story, mostly because I'm competitive. And I don't feel like I should ever get beat by somebody who is a national reporter. Now, the thing again, and this is just what I got to remember and tell myself, is that these guys send these tweets out and they move on to the next thing in their lives. And you guys are listening to this podcast now and you go to the Victory Bell. I had a 1,200 word story ready to go. So maybe I didn't beat these guys right away, but quite frankly, I'm still going to be here tomorrow. So as I said in, in one of the things on here, news is what happens. Journalism is what comes later. I'd like to hope that I showcase that that if you want journalism on Valpo Athletics, this is the place to get it. So this podcast is free to all listeners, but please go to thevictorybell.com. I hope that I'm continuing to be right on what we've got and uh, and, and good things. So uh, I'm going to end it here. It's Good Friday. I got to write some other stuff here. We'll have more content for you at the Victory Bell. Looking forward to the introductory press conference, whenever that might be. Roger and Charles will get answers from them. We, you know, obviously, I don't know that we'll ever find out the full scope of the search. Uh, because, again, we'll only get it through the vision of Roger Powell being the final candidate and uh, being the guy that got the job. Roger's a good dude. I've known Roger. I spent time with him in Denver a couple weeks ago, and uh, I'm excited for the future here. I think it's going to be a a great situation for Valpo. Now the other questions come, the staff, the players. There's only a handful of players still on the roster. This this next upcoming year is going to be very interesting. That work will get started tomorrow. So today, excited to announce again, Roger Powell, the head coach. I wish I could have got it to you about five minutes earlier, but it is what it is. Thanks for your support. Thanks for reading, listening, all of that. We'll have plenty more content to come here on the Victory Bell. Thank you.